This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor. Don't like your odds? Enjoy daily bet boosts on your favourite sports and make your best bet now at betvictor.com. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. This episode is brought to you by FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club is fighting for a chance at promotion. These two Hollywood stars lead a team in the midst of history in the making, while dedicated staff and supporters hold on to a dream of returning the team and this working-class town in Wales to glory. FX's Welcome to Wrexham premieres September 12th on FX. Stream on Hulu. If there's any justice in the world, 
Burnley would surely score from this corner. Swung right in there. Ball in there. Goal! Michael Kellan! Oh, that's justice! That is justice at the Amex Stadium! Burnley are level and deserve to be! Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to the Turfcast podcast YouTube channel on what is supposed to be the hottest day of the year so far. And the anticipation for the championship season is hotting up as the fixtures are released today. So let's get your comments in. Who do you think it's going to be? Huddersfield away. Um, So we'll find out who it's going to be soon. It's seven minutes until the fixtures are out. We've got quite a few of you watching, so let's get some comments in, because Simon's not here yet. He's making a coffee. I've already made mine, so I could do with some people to bounce off, if I'm being honest with you. But let's have a look at uh, the potential sort of like here and there's and stuff we can do on the... um, with, with the uh, so like the, the games that you're looking forward to the most, obviously the Rovers ones. Although I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm not looking forward to them. It's just something that you have to put up with, isn't it? You've just got to play them. Um, so I'm the, the game I'm looking forward to most is probably Preston away because I don't feel as nervous when we play them as what I do against Blackburn. Um, but it's still a very very good game. Huddersfield away is going to be a very very good game as well. Then you've got Wigan away, obviously Blackpool away. All of these games that I'm looking forward to. Um, but it's it's kind of one of them, isn't it? It's it feels like the, the championship season has actually started now, doesn't it? And I'll tell you what, we'll get rid of that camera if it's going to be fucking played. I'll put this one in. Um, so there we go. Um, but it's yeah, it's it's one of them. Mark says, hoping Blackpool away trip to the seaside while it's still summer. That would be a good one. Obviously, the one that stands out for Blackpool away is the Good Friday one. Uh, all them years ago, and Cartley scored. And who else scored? One, two, nil, didn't we? Or was it just one, nil? Um, I can't remember. But obviously, the sun was shining, the beers were flowing. Typical sort of Blackpool sort of vibe. Um, so it would be good to see Blackpool away in the summer. But if it's not this summer, next summer, Blackpool away, please. Because remember that time when we went in the winter? I think it was February, January, in the when the stand didn't have a roof and it was just pelting down with rain and they battered us 3-0. God, that were a very, very, very bad away day. Um, Connor says, hi, Joe, glad to see a stream again. All I hope for is a home fixture to begin with. Well, Connor, I've got some bad news for you. It's not going to be a home fixture. Um, from what I have been told, um, Burnley requested the first fixture to be away from home. So it's away from home. Unless, unless that's changed or I'm wrong, because very rarely I am wrong. Um, Joshua Hoa? I think I've had this debate with you before, Joshua. Um, it says, reckon we will be the first game of the season. Uh, we will be Friday night game, probably where someone like Middlesbrough Coventry. Near the right, mate. It is Friday night. It is live on Sky. This is what I've been told, anyway. And they, I'm, I'm normally wrong. The fixture's right in four minutes, anyway, so we don't need to guess anymore, do we? I don't need to play cryptic buggers with you anymore, either, do we? Um, Will says, uh, just want a Lancashire away game. Not too far to begin with. Yeah, that'll be class. Uh, how come? Something's to do with the pitch, mate. The pitch has been relayed. Uh, Norwich away, said Simon. I'll tell you what, if it is Norwich away, then forget it. I'm giving up on football if it's Norwich away, 100%. Sean the Sheep, the Sean the Sheep, says, hoping for Boxing Day, Ewood. There is no way Lancashire Police would allow that, mate. You'd know that. There is no way Lancashire Police would allow that to happen. Could you imagine that? 
what is it? How many, how many does that stand hold? 7,500? They let about 6,000 Burnley fans go on, don't they? So 6,000 still pissed and still rough Burnley fans descending on Ewood. Loads of Blackburn fans in the shiny new bloody hats as well for that they got for Christmas. They'll be pissed as well. No way. No way likes the police to allow it. I tell you the money. I don't even know. This is just, I don't even know this one. It's going to be the Blackburn home game will be first. The Blackburn away game will be second. It'll be around late October, early November and March for the around Easter. Is Easter in March this year, next year, should I say? Around March. It's always the same. Always the same when we play them two. Uh, Wigan away, says Rob. That'd be a good one. Nathan Rogers says, doesn't matter who we play. Sorry, doesn't matter what order we play the games. Big Finney is going to walk the league. Fingers crossed, mate. Fingers crossed indeed. I feel like it's going to take a while for him to get used to it, though. It's one of them. I feel, I feel like it's going to take a while for him to adapt. So the first few games, I do feel are vital. Um, hopefully, you know, we're playing looping at home, you know, stuff like that. Um, fingers crossed. I've just said that. I've just said a direct debit come out my account that I'm not aware of. So sorry about that for the pause. I'll have to sort that out later. Uh, Danny Wald says, hoping for a home game to start with so we can get off to a good start. We've just spoke about Danny, but it's going to be away from home, we believe, because the club have requested it to be away from home. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to bring up the Burnley website on the screen. Because obviously, very, very soon, I'm going to be just refreshing that and then finding out the fixtures. So we're going to go through them all together. Still nothing there, still nothing there. Um, obviously, I'll make it bigger when we're on screen, uh, when the fixtures are out, so it's bigger on your screen. Um, and I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll just get a tweet ready, ready to tell everyone know that we're live. In fact, I don't even need to do that, do I? I've got one of them stream decks. I never use it. I never use it. There you go, it's done. I'll do it on here. I'll just double check on here as well. Um, but the fixtures are released in two minutes. That's the point. Rob Parkinson said pre-season would be nice. And I'm not one of these to complain about the fact that these things like this aren't sorted yet, but I, I would like a pre-season game. And I'm a bit disappointed if the if these rumours about the graph the pitch are true. I'm a little bit disappointed that we haven't got a home fixture because my little boy's still not been on the turf yet. And he's four years old. And I wanted to take him on a friendly. But if if the fixtures are true that there's gonna that they're gonna be away from home because of the pitch, then um well, it's not gonna be a home friendly. Who do you want first, Joe? Huddersfield Town away. That's who I want first. Live on Sky, Friday night. That's who I want first. Um tell you what, I'll just quickly get rid of that to bring everyone's favourite hairdresser in, Simon Townley. How you doing, mate? I'm good, thank you, mate. Sorry, I'm not because I've, I've I've muted this computer. I can hear you though. I can hear you. But I shit myself. I'm like, what have I done? Um, yeah, I'm very good, mate. I've been boring story for everybody. I spent silly money to try and get Sky TV live in this room, and it's the most yeah. temperamental thing in the world. And yesterday, I did everything, reset everything as you would do, and this one light worked blinking, and I thought that light must surely be on. And today, I come in, the light is on. I turn the TV on, and it's still not fucking working. In a completely opposite story to that, I've spent absolutely shit all on a perfectly legal streaming device, which works fine. Well, I've got the perfectly legal streaming, but I wanted live TV for this event, for things like this. Instant. So, but the lights are on, but nobody's on, as they say. So I'm going to try and go uh -huh. for it in a minute. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, who do you think is going to be the first away game of the se Sorry, the first game of the season, Simon? Well, it said Bristol City on the on the oh. leak, did it? Did it? Yeah. Um, I, but I'm sure it said at home that, you know. 
I would say, I just, I mean, it's a lottery, isn't it? Let's go for Preston. I'm saying Huddersfield away. Championship bets, there they are. They're on the screen now. People are commenting already, so people have already seen them. Um, Claret's fixtures. Burnley will kick off their season. Huddersfield away on Friday night at the St. John's Stadium. John Smith Stadium, should I say, live on Sky. I'm just going to mute that for a second, Simon. So if you do say anything, I want to hear you. Sorry, it's just coming back in my ear. Um, the Claret's first home league game will follow eight days later when Vincent Company's side welcome last season playoff semi finalists Luton Town at Turf Moor. Some tough pitches to start with. So the, the last season's uh, last season's playoff losers, Huddersfield, first game. Then last season's semi finalists, Luton. The first of six Northwest derbies will begin on Saturday, the 20th of August, as the Clarets host Blackpool before a trip to Wigan following the weekend. Just quickly tweet. I'll tell you what, instead of reading all this shite, I'll just, just, there you go, that's better, that's better. Right, so we start off, as revealed live on Turfcast 10 minutes ago, away at Huddersfield Town, then it's Luton, then it's Watford, then it's Hull, then it's Blackpool. They're a tough first five games, Sam, I'm going to bring you back in. What do you think of the first five games? Uh, just like you said, mate, isn't it? It's, it's what two playoff, two last season's playoffs, one of a relegated side. So, you, I said it before, didn't I? When we got company in, you might not know what this team is about within the first six games. And this is the kind of last six games that you want to do to say, if we want to go up, we, we need to win these games because we, you know, we don't deserve to go up if we don't win these games. And I think at the end of the season, some of these will be there or thereabouts. So this might be more important than we, we realise. Exactly that. And it's all, we can look at it in the case of um, it's the tough start, which it is, and we need to get off to a good start because we're going to be slow starters, surely, because of the Vincent Company thing and you know getting bringing all these new players in and that. So it's going to be a slow start because we're going to take time to get used to it, is what I'm trying to say. But then on the other side of it, we're getting these fixtures out of the way. So then later on in the season, you know, the fixtures might be a bit more favourable for us. So let's have a look at some more fixtures while Simon Fanny's about. Um, I've gone up to Blackpool. Then it's Wigan away, Saturday the 27th. Then Millwall at home, West Brom away, Norwich or Even now, it's sounding quite difficult. Preston away. There we go. The first away day. The first big away day. Man, you're Wigan, I guess. On Tuesday. I just feel, actually. But you know what I'm on about. Lancashire derbies. Lancashire derbies. The first away Lancashire derby, Simon, will be Tuesday the 13th of September. Oh, it's not a Tuesday. That's what I, I just said. Have you muted me? Sorry, you are, I muted you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're in my ear. It's good. I'm getting feedback. Hang on, I'll turn um, you down on here. That'll be better. Right, say that. Yeah, that's what as well. But yeah, it's ruined it. Uh, yeah, Tuesday night away day. However, what what date? September. Yeah, it won't be too cold. Hopefully, by that point of the year, Tuesday nights in November are freezing, aren't they? So, um, hopefully, it's not as cold as it could be. What else have we got? When's the important one? There it is. There it is. Which one? Blackburn Rovers home. It is the last home game before the World Cup break as well. So is we play it? Blackburn at home. Then we've got to go and watch in England. That's a fix. That's bullshit, what it is. That's it. It genuinely is. They've put that there thinking, we'll have that on Sky because Premier League will break up and we need some Sky game. Yeah, they'll break up week before, don't they? Exactly. Set up that, mate. Uh, when's the next When's the away leg? The away leg is in March, I believe. Is it? 18th March there. Oh, that's a good end. Last day of the season, Cardiff City home. We've been there before. 
I'm just looking now. Oh, there it is. Yeah, so, I mean, it would have been nice if we, you know, if you could write a perfect season. I don't like playing black, but I don't enjoy it anyway. But what I'm saying is, if you could have a perfect season and you're desperate to get in them playoffs and you're desperate to get into the promotion push and maybe even send someone down, you want games like that near the end where you can be a deciding factor. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Nathan oh, Rogers says, that's the wife in the doghouse. She's booked us a holiday in November when we play Rovers at home. Get a dumped. There's no other option. You've got to get rid, Nathan. I'm going on holiday again in August, apparently. I weren't happy about it. But I specifically said, we're only booking the hotel room so we can cancel it in case we have Rovers at home. We don't, so I'll probably, look at, probably be able to go along with it. But... Um, yeah, I won't be happy with that one, Nathan. Three derbies in March, says Joshua Hoa. Rob Parkin says, says July 29th, live on Scar. We did say that, didn't we? We did say that just before Simon got here. Bethany says, Apu was hoping it was a home match on the 30th, so I didn't have to go to the family get-together. Uh, and Nathan also says, seven games in April is a real slow, but that's when the business end of the season is, like Simon says. So, it'll be you know, you, you've hopefully we had the momentum by then, and that's hopefully when we seal the title. Hopefully, mate. You know, we've got... Um... I mean, we are jumping the gun. If we were looking from the outside point of view here and we were looking at another fan base having um, having these discussions with a mo- with five fucking senior players or something and a new, relatively new manager, we will be saying these guys don't even know what real life is. But I genuinely do feel like it's an exciting time. We've had a... You know, we've had a boring brand of football for six, seven years, which has caused some unbelievable highs and lows in our times, but I feel like it's the right time for a change. Um, and I, I was talking to um, Cork about it, and obviously he was gutted that we were relegated, absolutely gutted. Um, genuinely, like, disappeared for a week off, my, off off grid, didn't speak to anyone. And then he was saying, the only point of it, it would be nice, it would be nice to get back a winning mentality and enjoy winning matches again, because... Even when you're winning the Premier League, it's a slog to win it. You know what I mean? It's like you don't even get a chance to enjoy it because it's just so hard work. And let's hope that this time we play a different brand of football that will make winning football games. You know, like look at some other teams like Southampton, for example. Don't get me wrong, they get spanked and they get spanked five or six nil in some games. But when they win, (laughs) nine nil, yeah. And Brighton um, last season, not uh, sorry, it's now two seasons ago, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, the season before last, they were the same sort of team. They'd be winning 3-4-0, but getting beat 2-3-0 or as well. You know, they, yeah. it, I feel like if we did that, we'd enjoy a few more games if we were 1-2-0 up rather than 1-0 up at 90th minute all the time. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I'm going to speak with a Belgian journalist when he gets back from Greece to find out more about Vincent Company. So Bonjour. if you want to learn more about Vincent Company... Um, then you will find that out on the channel. Can you hear me, Simon? Because I've changed the settings a bit. Yeah. Yeah, okay, good. Because I'm not getting feedback now, so I panicked. Um, but there will be an interview with a Belgian journalist on Turfcast next week. I'm going to talk to Andy Jones on The Athletic later today. So hopefully, as you mentioned there, Simon, the um, the, the only five senior players, it is a bit more than that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I will exaggerate. Yeah, um, will be added to over the next over the next few days. So I'll be speaking with, I won't be live with Andy, but I will be getting it out tonight. So set your alarm clocks for around four or five o'clock uh, if you want to find out some transfer stuff. But have you seen anything on the rumour mill, Simon, apart from the usual stuff? I've only seen... Do you know what? Uh, my brain doesn't work 
the way it should do in this scenario. You could have finished after the after the after the word work. Your brain doesn't work because I'm so used to not being linked with anybody. I'm so used to being gazumped with the one person that we are linked with that I'm now seeing all these articles and they're actually going over me head off at the time. I'm thinking like, oh, I didn't know about that because I'm that used to not looking at it. I don't look at the transfers anymore. But this year, I'm seeing name after name after name, and I can't keep up with it. Is my point? I'm like. Who's this guy? And I'm having to learn about plays I've never heard of. Whereas, yeah. uh, you know, the dash scenario, take it, love it or hate it, you were getting two players linked with it and they were 35, so you knew everything about them. But yeah, this is exciting times. I mean, the centre-half from uh, Man City seems like it's a serious move. Uh, disappointed that Wallace has chose West Brom. And then... He's also not got a brain. Obviously. And then uh, I thought you meant me then. I'm like, hang on, it's a bit harsh. <laughs> I'm opening up here, pal. And then, uh, but I tell you, I am seeing today, I'm seeing Matty and I'm seeing Thomas Kaminsky, who's the uh, <clears throat> Rovers keeper. Now, I don't know what relationship's going to be like going forward now. I didn't really bother with him like, being a Blackburn player before, but shit's changed. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just straight in there, cut his ear off. But, he, but the point it. I'm bringing him up for is, is a Belgium keeper so obviously right, yeah. played over in that league i will ask him a little bit if he knows about these players and who they are uh the coaching staff of, of company etc um so yeah I'll, I'll see what he says but he was no yeah we'll leave that on there yeah as <laughs> soon as you started stuttering i thought hey, up. Hey, up, i realized then i was going to say something but now we're in the same division i can't say shit like that anymore yeah, yeah. Well, we we uh, what's it called? Big Vince is looking. My camera's froze. Big Vince is looking at a, a, a Belgian keeper, apparently. But it, obviously, it won't be that guy. So it's interesting to see who who we're going to be bringing in on that sense. If we're going to bring anybody in, because I do think Hennessy will be one of them that is probably good enough to yeah. to be number one in the championship. I think he might bring. Just a real likelihood he could bring Kaminsky. In. I believe he's only got one year left. You never know if he want if he's mates with him. I don't know if he is. I'll ask that. Fair enough. Apparently, Fair enough. I don't really watch championship football. I'll be honest with you. I've got a lot to you learn. Do now. I've got yeah, a lot to now. learn this season. Um, however, everyone I do speak to about says that they really like that keeper, that Kaminsky. So he meant to if he's any good, if he's any good, he'll be playing for Burnley next season. But uh, Connor Alston says, speaking about transfers, have you got any ideas when our first signing will come? Heard we are active, but don't know how advanced. Even if... I had Alan Pace on the show and I asked him, he wouldn't know. It's one of them things, how long's a piece of string? It'll, you know, it, it can take a while. But like I said, Andy Jones will be on Turfcast later today. I'll be asking him these questions. So if that's the sort of thing you do want to find out, then listen to the show later on. So I don't know if you've already brought this up earlier, but I've got a question for you. Obviously, you brought up that Nick Port going for 10 mil is, is an absolute heartbreak. Well, according to The Athletic, it's 15 mil plus add-ons. Is it right? Okay, well, yeah. I just read Sky Sports, the breaking news yesterday. Um, I am gutted if it is only 10, I think it's a shambles. Whether yeah. it's uh, it, 15 is a bit low, but keepers do go for low, but it's 15 plus add according to the athletic. That would be good if it is that, but well, not good, it'd be better. I'd, I'd still have wanted to push the 20 million for a keeper in such good form at the minute. Uh, still yeah. an England international, relevant, irrelevant of whether he's playing or not. But then my question now goes with, right, Pope's gone, move on. Um, you've got Bailey, Peacock, Farrell, and you've got Wayne Ennisset. Now, that's the first time I've heard that we've been linked with another keeper. Would the Burnley fans be happy if we didn't manage to bring another keeper in, is my question. Yeah, keepers, not, for me, I, I don't see why we should bring another keeper in. Keeper's not a priority. We've got a Wales international goalkeeper who basically single-handedly qualified them for the World Cup with his performance against 
Ukraine they played. Oh, I'll go um, with it. He was class, and he's just shown how good he can be. It's especially in especially in the champ. If if we're in the Premier League, I'd be a little bit apprehensive about it. But in the Championship, and again, this is a similar sort of thing to you. I've not watched that much Championship football apart from the old game that I have to cover for work. But apart from that, I don't know much about it. So we could be going into this just thinking, you know, it's going to be really easy when it isn't. So who knows? Hennessy could get found out in the Championship, but I don't think he will. I think he's going up for the Championship. We need to be bringing in centre-backs. We need to be bringing in centre-halves. We need to be bringing in wingers and strikers. A goalkeeper is not a priority. Full 11. Yeah, full 11. Simon Edmondson says, Edmund, tripped over that name then. Simon Edmondson says, I think Hennessy would be great. Great experience behind a young back line. This I is agree. important for me. This is massively important because Burnley fans, uh, as a whole, I am calling a lot out here, get carried away when a young name is mentioned all the time. Do you remember how much we wanted? Um... It's mainly the young. It's mainly the younger Burnley fans. It's yeah, mainly the well, yeah, Burnley. true. They, but they get so carried away when they hear a yeah. younger name. Now, what was that striker call that we launched to Akistanu last year, and, and he played like two games on bench for us? Um. Someone in chat, let me know. I can't remember his name. The Ali Corke, it wasn't him, were it? No, no we... we... I know what you mean. Everyone like, bring him on for a bit of pay every game, every game. And then he went, got loaned out to Aki Stanley or something for a year after that. Yeah, um, and, and yeah, he hadn't even. Mumbongo. Mumbongo, that's the fucking name. Um, very difficult to not use adjectives. But he. Um, <laughs> he hasn't exactly like uprooted trees in a lower division. Now, my, my point of that is. Just because he's a young name, everyone was so excited, demanding he played. You get him off the bat, he was the only bloody one. Uh, we need extra experience in that team. If you are going to get all these kids from Man City, from thing, it doesn't matter how talented they are, they still don't have experience to get you over the line. Joey Barton, for example, when we brought him in, it's it's experience like that that you need. Uh, Wayne Ennis has got tons of it. Jack Cork has got a lot of it. I was going to say, and that's why the signing of Jack Cork is so important. Jack Cork's got a lot of it. I do, I do think you can't just fill your ki- uh, team full of kids that have not played league football. You You'll be not with it. kids. You'll be nothing with kids. Yeah, Alan Hansen famously once said want that because obviously that's a lie. <laughs> but uh, kids with no experience still had massive players around them that have been there for yeah. years, and we need that as well. Yeah. Yeah, Connor Alston says, I'd be happy with Hennessy. He's class. Not sure BPF did well or not at Chef W last season. He did, apparently. He did very well at Chef Wednesday last season. But again, that's League One. Uh, but still a decent enough backup. Hennessy is more than good enough for the Championship, in my opinion. That's basically what me and Simon were saying. But um, obviously, this is more of a fixtures chat. But as we are on a um, sort of like transfer chat, where, where do you want us to see us improve then, Simon? And get us in the chat as well. Let us know where you want to see us improve. For me, it's got to be centre-half. Centre-back as well. Now we've lost in the main two centre-backs that the club's seen over the last six years. Do you know yeah, what? Obviously centre-back. But centre-half's been a position that we need to just, we need to improve for so long. You you can ask me this question next week and you can ask me the question the week after and it'll probably change. So I don't hold this as gospel. But right now, I agree with you. We need a centre back. However, Dwight McNeil being linked with Everton this morning, what I read, um, is it? it? Yeah, Everton are like now favourite. He's on not Everton. good enough for that. I'm, I, I, me and you, me and you and Johnny Tate were having a chat, weren't we, on on um, text last night? Who's going to be player at season next year? I think. Did you put Brownhill? Or no, he did. He did. Who did you put? I put any of the new kids knowing Burnley fans. Yeah, yeah, but oh, for God's sake, shut up. Um, I I said Dwight. Because I know it's a bit of a left field sort of thing. Because at the minute he seems to be public enemy number one, just because he's been crap for eighteen months. But I think that this could be his level. Everton, he's, he's not. Yeah, I don't disagree Everton. with that. When you said it, I almost forgot 
about players like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't wait to see him play this year if he stays. But like I said, next week I might be saying Dwight McNeil's gone. We need a creative winger. Um, it depends also what formation we play. Obviously, we read out of thing previously as well. But I don't know, mate. I don't know. At the minute, we need a centre back that, with, without a doubt, we need two. Yeah, to go alongside Collins, as Connor Olsen says, he yeah, would have said Collins going. player of the season. Is he going to go? It sounds too. It, there's too much noise for me to be convinced that he. he there's too there. much noise. I agree with that, but. The ball's in our court with this one. With the likes of Tarky and me and Pope, we've, we've kind of got to let them go. With Collins, I don't feel like we have to. We can say we can do what we did to Tarky with Collins and say, look, you're not going anywhere just yet. You've got three yeah. years left on your contract. I agree with that. But I think if that mindset was ever invested in by the board, they would have kept Pope for 10 million because that's not worth having to find a new keeper and then going up to the Premier League and then having to find another keeper. Because let's be fair... We all agree that Hennessy has got a good enough job in him this year, but he'll be 37, I think, at the time if we get, got promoted again. Would we want to be asked looking for another keeper then? As well, it's like, you know, it's a lot of investments. I think that if the board were that asked about, no, we'll keep him because we don't have to sell him, they'd have kept Nick Pope. Yeah, I I, I do feel that. Because if it is 10 million, which I don't believe it is, I believe I... Because it's... I remember when, when all this Chris... When it's same with Chris Wood. When yeah. Chris Wood left... They were saying, oh, we've bought him for 12. We've bought him for 12. It was the same guy that broke it, Luke Edwards at the Telegraph. And he was like, oh, it's only 12 million. What a, what a deal that is. Turns out it was 25. It was the exact same thing here. This Luke Edwards guy has said 10. Turns out, you know, the, the Athletic and Langsliver are reporting that it's 15 plus add-ons. So I'm going to go with them because Luke Edwards has got form for not doing it. But if it was only 10, for me, it'd be a case of, unless he's physically saying behind the scenes, look, I want to go, it's a World Cup year. I'd have done what we did to Tarki a couple of years ago and say, you're not going because there's not enough money coming for you. All I'll say is I wish Nick Pope all the luck in the world. He's a great guy. Um, he's done unbelievable things. He's, he's done more than he's worth for a £1 million signing. He's earned his money 55 times. But what I would say is, I don't, I'm, I'm talking from a board's perspective that we could have kept him if we really wanted to. We were almost saying, yeah, fair play, mate. You go and do it. Now, if we have a £15 million thing, I believe, in my opinion, that the the confusion between a 10 and a £15 million is because I've read that we all chart on Athletic a sell-on fee. So maybe it's after okay. we've paid everybody their shit. And if yeah, that is maybe. the case, even £15 million, I'm disappointed with. Yeah, if that is the case, yeah, but it's it's one of them, isn't it? Like, there's always good. This is what I I always get annoyed about. Say, like, if we did sell Collins now, we should sell him for north of thirty million. Could even push for thirty five, and then stick a forty percent sell on clause on. We never seem to do that. Every time, I, every time one of Burnley players gets sold on later on in life, I always say, "Oh, we got a sell on clause." And I was like, "Oh, is that no? No, we didn't put this, one in." This what infuriates me about Burnley's board at that time because we bought every single person at peanuts price and put a 25% sell-on clause on every one of them. It's like the amount of times I've read that, it infuriates me. I believe that, um, didn't Leeds get something out of Chris Wood sale as well? Yeah, they will have done. And, and yeah. probably if we sell Charlie Taylor as well. Every oh, club seems to do it apart from us. Hopefully the new board are a bit more savvy than the old board, but... Hopefully, but then... Who are we going to say about then? Um, who are we talking about then? I've got I've lost my train of thought. Pauper. Pope, no, well, I don't know, but anyway, yeah, I, I just hope that, like you just said, that we start taking contracts a bit more seriously because Chris Wood 
was only allowed to go off 25 million. Now, do I believe that we would have stayed up with Chris Wood? I think the chances of staying up with Chris Wood were higher than the chances with Vegos, 100%. No doubt in my mind. Uh, do I think we... But we have these contracts, like Nick Pope going, is it? Is it in his contract? I don't even know yet. You know, it's not been announced. We didn't know about the Chris Wood one until it came out. That wasn't mm. public knowledge until it came out. It was like, oh, is it, is it in his contract? Ben, me being allowed to leave on a free. Tarky being allowed to leave on a free. You know, these were poor business decisions that didn't sign them on 15 months in to saying, right, you know what? He's actually looking really good. We need to tie him in. How many clubs are tying people into five years because they think this is too yeah. good for we don't do shit like that. We're given three year contracts. Wait till end of year two before we open talks. This is what I this is what I this is what I was saying the other day on Twitter. I would now offer Collins a new contract because I think yeah. he's got three years left. That's I'd give him a five year deal. I'd give him a five year deal now and say, right, here's a bit more money. If he does have any fucking sell on clauses or anything in that manual, you can't change that. But if he does have any release clauses and stuff in there, which apparently he does, but I, this is coming from a guy that's now gone quiet and there's been rumours that he doesn't, so I don't think he does. But if there is, take that out, offer him more money, give him a five-year deal, make sure that we get a hell of a lot of money next year if we have to sell him, or this year even if we sell him. The the thing with Collins is, if I remember rightly, I might be wrong, but didn't Man City buy Nathan Ake from a relegated Bournemouth side? Yeah. Um, and I think that was in the region of 20 to 25 mil. Was it? Am I wrong in that? Or Something was it like that. Let me Google that one because that I think that what I'm bringing that up for is a reference of where the value of a player because he's not English. So we, you know we've got to look at that as well because English players always sell for more, don't they? Yeah, forty-one million. Forty-one. So there you go. So there's your On reference. A five-year deal. We get five-year deal. Bring that point right back. Um, <laughs> you know we should be looking at that sort of a reference then because let's be fair. He was a standout performer. Is he worth forty million? Possibly not, but you you now know that you just said it earlier. Thirty million is is your benchmark to start from, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. But all, I'll I'll do all this chat with Andy and stuff on transfers later on. Uh, but just quickly going on, I've seen some comments. Harewood Bellis, apparently that's in advanced talks. I don't know if you've seen that one, Simon. He's one of the Man City youngsters that we're talking about. But would you have well, him and Collins at centre-back? But well, then Hennessy's the one behind them with the experience. And I guess you've got Taylor on the left with experience as well. And even Louts or Roberts on the right, they've got more experience than them too. We need massively need to keep someone like Collins. We have to because look at how many times last season did we say that certain players aren't something without a big name next to him, like the Ben Mees. We always yeah. we've said that for years about Ben Mee. But when Tarky was uh, injured and Long came in, Collins didn't look half the player. And I'll be honest with that. I'm not digging Collins out of seeing he wasn't good for us. He was. But he looked so much better when he had someone like Tarky next to him. And you can bring in the most talented kids in the world. We put two of them next to each other. He's never played together. It's going to take far too long for him to gel. And I don't know if we've got that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Collins is young enough to give us another season or so, can develop under VK. But yeah, that's sort of like saying what you're saying there, isn't it? It will be good, but is he going to be good enough straight away without Ataki or Ben Mee next to him? That's the worry. Um, Vegost as well. What, what's your thoughts on Vegost as well? Because I, I put something up yesterday saying um, he's another Ben Gibson. And some people saying this guy's worse than Ben Gibson. At least nah. Ben Gibson had the humility to drop leagues. I liked... Ben Gibson as a person and I liked him as a player. He didn't get much chance. Don't get me wrong, he had one chance and got dragged at half, if I remember rightly, and he scored in that game. And then he had the Europa League game. So he didn't get much of a chance. And I believe that the relationship with, with Dash was, you know, one of the reasons for this. 
Now the yeah. Vegos thing, you can quote me on this, mate. You can you can support me on this. I've said from day one, every time he played, if Chris Wood would have done half of what he was doing, he would have been booed by the Burnley fans. I said it every single week. I didn't change my mind on him. I just thought he's not as good as we think he is. And and I say it again, he wasn't good enough. And if we could get eight million back, I think we'd count as lucky stars. Yeah. I agree. I, I, if it is a loan clause, it, it seems pointless. The stuff that I've heard is that he wants to leave, and if we go back up, come back. Yeah, Get I've fucked. heard that. You can, you can fuck off for me. Works, no chance. Yeah, it's Vincent not how it works. No chance. Eh? Vincent Company won't want that. He's a he's no, a winner. No, he no Burnley him. fans will allow him to walk back into this side. If we do all the hard work and slog his guts off in the Championship, playing Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, going to Norwich and stuff like that, and then he's just sunning it up in Turkey at Besiktas and comes back to when we're in the Premier League, like, oh, hello, everybody. No Burnley fans are going to be like, welcome back, welcome back. Everyone's going to say, ah, get fucked, mate. Yeah, mate, especially Conor Robert. No chance. Uh, Corny, that's a point. I've completely forgot about Corny. Conor Elson says, what do we think is happening with Corny? That's a weird one. I've heard nothing. There's been no rumours, no links. If we keep him, will he be suited to the Championship, though? Could you imagine him playing against Huddersfield on a Friday night and someone goes through him after five minutes? He's, he's, he's going to think, yeah, this ain't for me. I'm off. No, I think it, the, it was too lightweight for the Premier League. Yeah. He's going to he's going to struggle a lot in the Championship because this is more physical. Um, I think that he will shine as a skill set in the, in the Championship. I think he would be probably one of the best players. Look at Carvalho for Fulham. Last year, uh, had such a good year that Liverpool said we'll have him, and they took him even if they went up or not. Um, so I'd, I'd like to think that he could have a season like that if we play the right style of football. Because, like I said, Fulham they played a different type of football, mate. They held the ball, they passed it about, they suffocated teams, and I'm hoping yeah. that's the kind of football we play. Um, but if we play the way that we have been playing, he's not strong enough for that position, yeah. Well, I don't, we're obviously not going to play that way, are we? But we don't know how we're going to play. If we play in a Fulham sense or a Bournemouth sense, then yes, he will. But it's looking like it might be more of a, a City sense where it's just pass, 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 pass. Well, I'm not sure that, will, again, will be his... And obviously, I'm, I'm referring to the style of play, not how good we're going to be um, when I say City. Before people say, you think we're going to play like City? I mean, like it's sort of like the... the, stuff, the, the, the cause you, what do you call it? You call it boring. You said the way City plays boring because all they do is pass it around and up for an opening sort of thing. But no, I say they suffocate the game because sometimes... Yeah, that's like, it. That's it, it. It's That's just like you're watching years. it. And I, don't get me wrong, I'd like to see us win a league again. I'd like to see us dominate a league like Fulham did last year, like we did in previous years. But like you said, if you're City and, and it's like you're playing against New, like Norwich and you're passing it left, right, left, right, left, right for like 25 minutes, it's like, you got, when do you get the enjoyment out of that? Yeah. Fair enough. Let's, before we um, wrap up, oh, I've got rid of Simon. I didn't mean to do that. That's right. There we go. <laughs> uh, let's have a look at the fixtures again just before we go because, like I said, I've got a chat with Andy Jones later on. Oh um, so we'll do all the... I've got you on like a little size screen. I'll just put it full screen. I can see it from here now. There you go. I, I had to make it bigger. So we're starting off. Oldersfield Town away. The first home game is Luton Town at home. Um, with the greatest respect in the world, I don't care what Luton Town did last season. We should be getting. We should be winning that one. First home game of the season. What are you saying? Should be winning that one. Yeah, Luton have lost a few players. I know that Cal Naismith, for example, had a really good season. I think he was their captain as well. Um, he's just gone to Bristol City and a, and a few others as well. Yeah. Oldersfield first game is going to be a tough one, though. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do agree with that, mate. They've got a good manager as well. They're going to have to play football. Um, they won't make it easy for us. 
However, it's just because I just wish that teams like this, and I say again, some of these teams, especially three of them, were later on when we've got a bit of momentum and we know exactly what type of football completely we are agree. playing. Yeah, completely agree. We need we needed an easy fixture list early in the season to build some momentum. But looking at that, Huddersfield is tough. Watford away is tough. The second away game. But them three home games, I, I do think we should win them all. I can see on your screen from start of season to the 13th of September, right? If you just said to me on the last day of the season, when we had been relegated, and you presented the list to me of teams in the championship, I'd be like, we should be walking that division. And now we're yeah. in it, and now yeah. the releases have been here, and now these teams are in front of it. I'm looking and thinking, they're fucking hard, these games. Well, you I mean, say that. Like, I agree with you. Huddersfield and Watford, they're, them two, they're, they're probably what? The, the toughest, the t- two, two of the toughest away games there. The West Brom's going to be tough as well, but not, the, not the three best teams in the league, I think, are, are going to, apart from us, because I do think we'll be there or thereabouts if we, if we sign the right players and we gel. Are going to be Huddersfield, Watford, and Norwich. We're playing our first two away games at Huddersfield and Watford. Yeah. So they're out of the way. I hate Watford. I hate going Watford. Do you want to go Huddersfield, by the way, Friday, yeah. 29th of July? Me, you, and the boys? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I say the boys. Parker won't be going. Um, I, thought that was, yeah, I thought that's what you meant, the boys, the kids. Yeah. Bring bring L, LD in that. Well, I'll see what Tatey and Robbie and that are up to later on. Um, Alan, etc. Well, um, so, I remember. Remember it well. There you go. There you go. We'll we'll wheel you in there, and we'll go and have some fun. Yeah, you'll um, go to property. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Watford away. We've just kind of mentioned that one. That's going to be a tough. But then Hull and Blackpool at home. So I'm looking at the first two fixtures and thinking, I would take four points from that right now. If we get three points from that, I'd be semi happy. For the first you know what, four fixtures, I'd take, I'd take, I'd be semi happy with six. If we. Out of the first five, Huddersfield, Luton, Watford, Hull and Blackpool. If we win them three home games, I'd be happy. I'm putting it out there, mate. Yours, you and me, we're still stuck in the mentality of previous seasons. As been, If I can get all four points there, we'll be happy. Yeah, because that's the football we used to play, mate. I'm saying we need to strangle teams and suffocate them. And, and, and I think we should be getting... Honestly, I'd be disappointed... Before, like I said, at the end of the season, let's go back a few weeks. We should be smashing Huddersfield Town, Luton Town, Watford in the Premier League. We were, we said we should be battering them. So I'm saying it again: we should be battering them. It's it's a different mindset. We're stuck in a, in a, a negative mindset because of the relegation, and that is normal. I'm saying let's go back to you know a couple of weeks before we got relegated. Norwich, we were pissed off we didn't beat them. West Ham, West sorry, West Ham, Watford, Watford, Watford. We were saying Wrong we, team. we have to beat them and we beat them. And then I'm saying that if they're the two best teams, you know, in this division, apparently, look at them ones. No, we should be smashing them, mate. Every single club. If we want to take this division seriously, none of them should be scaring us and we need to snap out of this Yeah, it's one of them. I agree with that. But at the same, if, if we were going into this, the season play with the same manager... Playing the same style, I wouldn't have the mentality of, okay, we need to settle into the season. That's the mentality I've got now. We need to settle into the season, settle into the way that we play. And that's what worries me a little bit about that opening fixture list because there's four very tough away games there. Wigan's only tough. And you know what? I'm pissed off because if I do go to Tenerife, I'm going to miss Wigan away. I can't. I haven't, yeah, well, fucking hell, mate. There's better grounds than Wigan. Um I'm going to, I can't oh, see yeah, the yeah. chat. It's not showing me the chat anymore like it used to do, but I'll ask. It's, go on. I'm going to say, I'll ask you and, and to ask everybody else as well, that if you could start this season, a hand on your heart, and you still had Dash at the helm, or you could have VK, who, who are you going for, honestly? 
Right now, I'd have VK because I, I agree with what you just said earlier on. I wanted a change of style. I wanted a new identity. I wanted sort of a new era, a new dawn. Don't get me wrong, I still love Dash and I think he'll always be a legend for what he's done. But the time, as we said earlier on, the time was right. However, the, re the point that I was making earlier on, saying if we still had Dash, I'd be a little bit more confident we'd have a better start. That's just because it's the same style of player that, that they used to. They've done for the last eight, nine years. Now it's going to be a different style of play. We've lost very big senior players. So we're going to need to settle into the season and learn how to play in a certain way. And, and, and players are going to have to gel with each other. That's the only, only reason why I was saying we might have a bit of a slow start. But after that, then, yeah, definitely VK. It's, Emma yeah. W says, VK, I think we needed a fresh start. Simon Edmondson says, VK all day long. So a lot of people saying VK. And again, I'm sure everyone agrees with me that everybody still loves Sean. But new identity, new era, new era. We needed a new mentality we needed a new style of player new identity like i just said that's what we needed and that's what and we've got but it's proves, going to take time to settle into it and this proves that no one was happy in the way it was because now everyone who's just said vk now you tell me would you not believe that dash is good enough to get us into this division it gets out of this division i think we can all agree that we know that you've got more 99 of a chance of getting out of this division with dash and the players that he had out of this division, but yet we still want to roll the dash. We're still happy to take a gamble. Roll the dash. Roll the dash. Uh, we're still happy to do it, and we're still happy to say, do you know what? No, we'll take a risk with VK because that's the position we was in, and that says so much about this club at the minute. Simon Edmondson says, Dash's tactics went very stale. That's pretty much spot on. Right, after that then, so we've got, we've done all the way up to Blackpool, haven't we? Then it's Wigan away. Millwall at home, West Brom away, Norwich at home again. Like you, I know nah. you're going to tell me it's my mental mentality again. Yeah, but, but we're going away. We're going away. We should win. The, the only thing that the only the only thing that worries me about Wigan is they'll be up for it because it's local derby sort of thing, and they they'll they'll probably pack it out as well as they can pack their stadium out. Millwall at home, we should win. But then it's these two: West Brom away, Norwich at home. Two very tough games next to each other, followed by Preston away. Great. I'm putting it out there, right? For you and everybody watching, I want you to pick, should we say four? Four games this season that the TC family want to go away to. Like, you know, everyone watching can come, you, me, Johnny Tate. Four, four days that we're going to nail down now. First game of the season. 100%. That's one. Uddersfield away. I'm going to write these down. I mean, we're obviously going to go to Blackburn away, but are we doing that as a TC? Is... No, yeah, that could be one. Oh, four away days is Christ. I'm not used to Premier League now. You're lucky if you got one. Preston away. Huddersfield away. Yeah, and then Blackpool. When is Blackpool away? When is Blackpool away? Blackpool away. Depends when it is with Blackpool away. If it's in the middle of fucking winter, then no, forget. Oh, it's Saturday, 4th of March. It's going to be shit weather, that. Huddersfield, Blackburn. I'm not even writing that. B, Burn. Bastards. Yeah. Horse fiddlers. When's Easter this year? Uh, Sunday the 9th of April. Who do we play around that time? So who's the 9th of April sort of fixture? 1st of April. There you go. Good Friday we're playing Middlesbrough away. Right, we'll go Easter in there. Easter Monday we're playing Sheffield United at home. We'll go to Middlesbrough away because Johnny Tate's a Middlesbrough fan. No, Sunderland fan. So yeah, I want to see... Yeah, it's going to be fuming that you've just said that. By the way, oh, same same thing, and I get confused with them small clubs up there. <laughs> you but Huddersfield, 
I, I, I just think the fans are just scruffs. Middlesbrough are proper scruffs. It's all come back to that Victor Valdez, Nick Pope tweet, doesn't it? They're just scruffs, aren't they, Middlesbrough fans? Yeah. Middlesbrough. So, M. Burra. I've just said that and then we're going up to Middlesbrough. I'm definitely going to get lynched. So, West Brom. Sorry, not West Brom. Huddersfield. First day. Yeah. For some reason, you've, pick, you, you, you've picked Middlesbrough. I'm, I've, I've never been there before, you know. Just because it's Easter and Johnny Tate. Well, that's Middlesbrough. Um, Preston. Chevy Forget Blackburn, because we're all going to go on that anyway. So let's not make that a thing. Middlesbrough. Uh, I was trying to scroll your screen down for you then on my mouse. <laughs> um, what else do you want to know? Chef United away, 5th of November. I'll tell you what, we've got one. Why don't we do we need some Rotherham further. away or Reading away, or Bristol away, last away date season. I've not Robert. been Bristol before. I mean, Anna were alive when I last went to Rotherham. Um, yeah. Milmore. So that must went, be 12, 13 remember that years. Wall, remember that wall round back at stadium that used to be covered in broken glass? Absolute shithole, Milmore, weren't it? I remember, uh, I'm sure it was Rotherham, where you had to go, do you have to go under a tunnel and if it were pissing it down, it were, you were flooded and all the fans used to stand on top and throw shit down at you while you were walking under. I never had that. Is that not, is that not Millwall? No, no, it's either there or Barnsley, but I always got them confused, but I'm sure it's Rotherham. I've been been to both of them, but I never never experienced that. I went on the court, so I don't know if you did. I did, but I remember once it got it got called off as we pulled up in Robin. And then they sent us back. Oh, we're at Barnsley. Boxing and then they sent day. us back. No. It was Boxing Day, right? I remember Sam Parker told me he ran there. Like, no, you I were there. Um so yeah, right. We've got Uddersfield, Preston, Middlesbrough. What else do you want? Do you know what? I went to Coventry when Glenn Little scored in that FA. I was there as well. I was there. It was it was so weird because my dad didn't really celebrate because the way we were stood or sat, we were stood. But um, the way we were stood, you couldn't really see the goal going for the first goal. Yeah, you couldn't see that. You couldn't see the goal going for the first goal. So we just sort of went. Yeah, went first one went in. Went second one went in. Glenn Little scored that that really good set piece. My dad went sick. Remember looking at him, he's going yeah. And I said to him afterwards, went you went pretty mental for that second goal, didn't you? He's like yeah, I just got carried away. Um, well, Coventry has a nostalgia, but they're not even at the same stadium anymore. So I don't know if you want to go and see the new one. I've I've been to Rico Arena anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's all right. It's just a, it's just like another Reebok Stadium. It's just one. We've got to put Preston on that anyway, aren't we? P and E. Well, I've already written Preston. I thought that was the point. Yeah, but I've got four now already. So let's go. On. Oh, what's your fourth? I've got Huddersfield, Preston, Middlesbrough. What's your fourth? Blackburn. Oh, we're all going to go Blackburn anyway, though. So there's probably oh. no point in making that a TC day. Okay. Say um, make it a TC, dude. I bet Johnny's like, I can't make it, lads. I've got work. Um, Who's me and you? Right, scroll scroll back to early days. No, early or late season. That's quite early already. So, What about Sunderland? Yeah, Johnny. Oh, you're, you're, you've already picked Middlesbrough. You've already picked Middlesbrough. Would well, you want to swap it to two... Sunderland? Because Johnny yeah. Tate loves them. Yeah, fuck Middlesbrough. Let's have Sunderland. If anyone else is in the chat wants to go to these games and come and say hi, then please feel free. We'll get a minibus. We'll get a big TT minibus. Neil Layfield will definitely come. He's not in the no. chat. He's probably working at this time. Go vlog it. I will vlog it. I'll vlog every game this season. We'll get it. Um, yeah, we'll get it sorted. Be good. As long as he's got wheelchair access. <laughs> no comment. Um, so we've swapped Sunderland out for uh, Middlesbrough. Sheffield out of the way. That's the next away day after that. So no, let's have it. We've got. So we don't have any later on in the season now. That's what I'm saying. We've got Uddersfield. So let's. These are your later. I on fancy Rotherham. Right, let's do Rotherham. But then again, Bristol City. Oh. Rotherham. 
I'm just saying Bristol City was tempting because, you know, we couldn't a... decide if we're going up or not by then. Very unlikely with no four games before. I I'll probably will go to I will try and go to Bristol City. I, I, I say this every year, but with three jobs and a kid and a missus that doesn't really get football, it's difficult to sort of like go to that many away games. But right. I would like to go to Bristol. Rotherham it is. Okay. <laughs> Right, so I've got right. five games now. I've already messaged Johnny. Well, why have you got five? Get rid of Blackburn. We're not doing that together. Well, we will go to it, and we will probably all go together. But we it'll be a shit because I need a new picture of us all there celebrating because I can't use the old one anymore. It'll be yeah, we will go, but it's good. You can't have a TC day there, can you? Because the police won't let you do anything. So it'll be a TC day at the at the Royal Dash or the Park View or whatever, and then just being tret like cattle. So get rid of Blackburn. We won't do that. Say what it? I didn't do in the previous instances of playing Blackburn that I can do is I can use the wild card because yeah. Goodbye to Emma who says she's got to go. Sorry, go on. Um, I can. I'm sure that I'm allowed to go on my own merit being a wheelchair user. Really? Yeah. Right, well, I'm your carer. Yeah. And I'll have a few petrol bombs in my pocket as well, eh? And jo- and Johnny says your carer for when you've had some beers. Mind you, Johnny takes a doorman. He can be doorman. He's a fucking angry little man. He is angry. He's not little, though. Don't say that on here. He'll come and knock you out. Um, people, you know. I know. He used to do it. He's not done do it so much anymore, does he? He will be listening to this He's at some point. Probably sat on his sun lounger in Cyprus. I am absolutely loving this. Um, how far did we get with the things? Right, Bristol City. Let's, we digressed a little bit because you wanted to do some TC days. But if you do want to come, it's Uddersfield, Preston, Sunderland, Rotherham. We'll sort it out later on. We'll probably will forget that this chat ever happened and nothing will ever happen about it. But if we don't, we'll do some stuff for them games. Are you ringing you? Johnny Tate. He's ringing Johnny Tate. Live on air. Tell him to say cheers for answering my text message. He's not answering it for him, mate. Oh, there you go. Right, good. Let's back, get. Let's. We've digressed enough. Just wait for you to put the phone down. Why is it? Why are it, why are it an English ringtone then? By the way, it must be on. That's, they don't come on till Saturday. I don't know. I believe that's why he's not coming bowling. But anyway, um, Bristol City all we should beat them. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. But again, I've looked at some of the players they brought in. Again, I'm bringing that Naismith. That's the only reason I've noticed who they brought in. Um, you know, they're looking at the top six, in my opinion. Hold on, there's a there's a mistake here. Oh no, hold on. It said Cardiff City away, Stoke City home, and Coventry away. I thought it said Coventry away, Stoke home, Coventry away. Again, I just read it wrong. There's no mistake Stoke. there. Sorry, Bill. Hey, Stoke were a good game back in there, weren't it? Yeah, that were. Remember good. Dean West I... Screamer down at the Britannia? Yeah, in like 2002. And that stadium was massive towards then, weren't it? Yeah, not now. Let's go, Stoke. Um, Yes, I'd, I'd probably, I'm going to try and get to as many as I can this season. But obviously, like I said earlier, it is a bit difficult. Um, Coventry away, should beat them. I mean, they, they were okay last season, but they'd just come up, hadn't they? So I think they'll probably sort of like relax a little bit this season and maybe sink a little bit that, that back down. I'm looking here. Bristol home, win. Cardiff away, win. Stoke home, win. Coventry City away, win. Swansea City, win. Birmingham, win. Sunderland away, that's even though they've just come up, I think that'll be a tough one. But there's a lot. I'm looking at every look, look at the games on your screen now. You're gonna, Pete, you're, you're, you've just spoke about how my mentality is sometimes too negative in that. But I know for a fact people in the chat or listening to the podcast or having a few words with me later on will say, Wow, you're confident to say that we don't have any players. But Preston away, 
winnable. Bristol, home, winnable. Cardiff, winnable. Stoke, winnable. Coventry, winnable. Swansea, winnable. Birmingham, winnable. Sunderland, winnable. Reading, winnable. Rotherham, winnable. We could easily win every single one of them games on your screen now. Preston, Is that, am, Preston, I, am, am I going too far with that? Preston, the season before last, were a different outfit. The last season, the when since they got rid of, is it Alex Neal? Yeah, he went. He went. Where did, did he go? Sunderland. Sunderland, but he got them promoted after like having a terrible start to his campaign there because yeah. I think they lost like they were second when he took over and he did great through playoffs. But am I being a bit over optimistic there? No. Nah. I think I've said it. Over. I've said it before. I'll say it again. We put your mindsets back to two games before the end of the last season and say that you wouldn't have fancied us to beat all of these teams. Yeah, obviously, different. We've lost a few players and stuff, but 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 I, I, my worry is the start of the season because it's going to take time to, to yeah, break it, yeah, to get yeah. used to it. But by then, we should be we should be well into it. Now I'm looking at the next two after that: Sheffield United away and Blackburn Rovers at home. The only reason why Blackburn is a tough game is because it's a derby. So form and quality always good. I do think that we will have a better team. We've got a better manager. We are a better outfit and a better run club than them. Even now, there's but, two. It's it just all that goes out the window against. There's two against, positives about the Blackburn game for me. First one is that it's at home in the first instance, so we've got them. Obviously, they've got to come to us first. Secondly, is it's late enough that we should know exactly what type of football and team we are by then. Yeah, and if we don't, then we're, we're probably going down, mate, not going up. But um, yeah, I think that there's two massive positives there. We've got them at home, and we'll know exactly what type of football team we are by then. Then England go and win the World Cup in Qatar. Then after that, we come straight back down to earth with a trip to Loftus Road. That's I never like going to Loftus Road. It's London. It's tight. It's a bit of a shithole. But well, if you're not playing Everton and Boxing Day for once. Yeah, Boxing Day is Birmingham. I was told about these festive fixtures. How shit are them festive fixtures? Birmingham City at home and then Swansea City away on, on New Year's Day. Yeah, the whole That's four shit. games there, Middlesbrough, Birmingham, Stoke and Swansea. I mean, no disrespect to our, any of them. Not that's where you should have had a Preston on New Year's Day. Yeah, that's where you that's should have a had a terrible. That, they are terrible festive fixtures, aren't they? Yeah, there, there should have been a local. There's not even one local game there, and I thought that that was the sort of mindset for these festive fixtures. It must be a Premier open. League mindset that because, yeah. like you say, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Anyway, get rid of that. That's annoying. After that, Coventry at home, West Brom at home. Should be beating Coventry at home. West Brom at home could be there or there. But West Brom are one of them. I don't. You don't know how good they're going to be. They could be a good side this season. They could be shite. They weren't that good under Steve Bruce last season. The best thing about this division, mate, you've been able to sing, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best yeah. fucking away song ever. And, and if, we, if we do not lose at Huddersfield on the opening day of the season, we can sing 24-24 undefeated in the championship. We'll see if it, you'll have to add. You have to add the in the championship bit. Phil Wilcox in the chat. Morning, lads. Morning, Phil. But it's weird to see us on a stream in the morning uh, for the majority of uh, our regular listeners. But of course, fixtures released today, so we've had to go through. And Phil, if you're only just joining us, of course, this stays on YouTube for you to watch fully afterwards, and we will be putting it out as a podcast pretty much straight away. Um, after the West Brom game, Millwall away, Norwich away. There, two tough games. Well, Millwall's not. Norwich, it's tough because it's the den or the new den, whatever it's called these days. And no one likes going there. Yeah, even fans. Exactly. It's a shit all. Norwich away is tough. Far, a long way away and tough. Uh, then, two days after my birthday on Saturday, the 11th of February, it's Preston North End at home. Then Watford at home just three days later. Two big games 
that could really... The season will be starting to take shape at this point. It normally does around February, doesn't it? So if you are a little bit out of the playoffs and stuff at this point, if you need to put a run together, then two home games is good. Three home games out of four is good. But they are, again, it's another another important part of the season. I'm going to put a shift in on that week, by the way. It's Tracy Bifty on 15. She's going to say, oh, let's do something at the weekend. I'm like, you can... I thought her, her birthday is 15th of March, isn't it? Are you yeah, looking it's a bit further down? So it's Wednesday, though, yeah. isn't it? She'll be like, oh, we'll do something nice at weekend with kids. I'm like, no. You do it on Sunday, unless that gets moved. Um, but Preston, what, see, this is the tough part of the season again. Preston at home, it's tough because it's a derby, but we should be beating them. No disrespect to them. Uh, Watford at home, that can go either way. Luton away, a shit all, a long way away. Um, and then Huddersfield at home, they're a good side as well. So, But the good thing about that part of the season is they're all at home. So you're taking what? You can take 12 points there, definitely, but I'd, I'd probably take nine right now out of them four games. Mate, fucking winds me up that. Right. I'm back. Um, He's back. Something winds him up, but we don't know what. No, it's not nothing that you'll find entertaining. Instagram keeps removing my videos lately from like months and months ago because they must not have the copyrights of the song anymore. Yeah, uh, TikTok does that, doesn't it? Um, then after that, Blackpool away. I'm so disappointed about the Blackpool away. It's it's a time of the season when it's going to be cold. Why is it not on Good Friday or summer? Or, or even New Year's Day. New Year's Day would have been class. They've, they've proper fucked up Blackpool away, I think. It's, it's, it's such a p- bad time of the season. Then we're gonna um this is a this is a little little not not tough but it's gonna be hard work there. So you've got Blackpool away, we're gonna um Hull away, Blackburn away. So you've got three away games in March. Three remember when we had that season with Coyle and we had the um the capital Judas. Well, we were undefeated in the capital, weren't we? Capital punishment. Capital punishment, that's the word. I can't remember what the second one was. But we had the undefeated thing in the capital. This is like, that month is the Northwest month, albeit one game. Um, It's a massive sort of bragging rights month, never mind a a season-deciding month. Then after the Northwest month, it's a Northeast week. Saturday the 1st of April, Sunderland at home. Then Middlesbrough away on Friday the 7th, followed by a few Yorkshire games. Sheffield United at home, Reading away, Rotherham away. And then you're into the latter parts of the season where you've got QPR at home, Bristol City away and Cardiff at home. I tell you what, I've, I've, I've pinpointed tough parts of the season and a tough start, as Phil says in the chat there. He says a tough start. It is a tough start, mate. And he goes on to say, got to love the championship. No, we might get a point versus Southampton October. Look at Mark's fixtures. Brilliant. Um, agree. Nervous more than anything now. It all starts to feel a bit real. But I've, I've pinpointed parts of the season where I've gone, oh, that's tough. But if you wanted an end to the season where you can put a run together, that's it. Sheffield United at home, good side, but it's at home. Reading away, poor side. Rolling away, poor side. QPR at home, average side, but it's at home, should beat them. Bristol City, average. I don't really know much about Bristol City, if I'm being honest. And then Cardiff at home. If you look at them fixtures from Monday the 10th of April to the end of the season, they are all very, very winnable fixtures. Yeah. Again, I, I, I still think the whole... Calendar should have been seen as a winnable fixture for if we are the team that we think we are. So we've gone through all the fixtures. Now the fixtures are there and it feels real. I know I know a lot of it hinges on signings. I, re- I get that and keeping all of certain players. But do you? How do you feel we will do this season? Now you've seen the fixtures. Now, now it feels more real. Let get your comments in the chat as well below. I think a lot of you have gone now because we have we have been on for an hour. To be fair, it's ten a.m. 
Um, but how do you feel the season's going to go? I, I genuinely think, I'm trying to remind myself what I would have said last week of season. I know we've got new players coming in and stuff, but I still think that if we want to be a Premier League team and be seen as a Premier League team, every single season that we're in the Championship, that becomes further and further apart. So I think that we have to go in with a mentality of that if we deserve to be a Premier League team, we need to be every single club in this division. It's not going to happen that way. I know that, but we have to go there with that mentality. Yep, fair enough. I still think we'll be there or thereabouts, even though we've lost a lot of very senior players. Because I do think we've made some smart signings in Jack Cork and even Ashley Barnes. Like I think he's going to be okay in the Championship. Um, and we do need more firepower up front. We need more central defenders. We need, we need still more central midfielders. Vidra in this division. Yeah, out till November, isn't he? Yeah. We're not going to see him till after the World Cup. So I still think them, which they should have been looking at as a prolific strike force in this division. I'd yeah. like to have them in our squad than against us. Let's put it that way. Yeah, fair enough. Simon Edmondson says, as soon as I see the team sheet on the first day of the season, yeah, I'm just going to add that in there. That. I'll let you know. Yeah, I do agree with that. We do need to make some good signings now. It's all it's all ready. It's, we've got the manager. We've got the fixtures. We know when we're playing the horse fiddlers. Everything's ready. We just need the players now. Um, Phil Wilcox says, playoffs, last five games will time our run nicely. Wembley win. That's exactly what we've just been saying, in it? That the last few fixtures are relatively easy. Clip this up if you're a Cardiff fan and, and play it, you know, last eight season when you beat us and send us down. It, not that you will, um, but, you know, that'd be funny. Uh, JB Sports says, when are we actually going to sign some quality players, lads? It's been a poor summer window so far. We don't know, mate, but like I said earlier on, we are going to be chatting to the Andy Jones on the Athletic on the channel later on today. It won't be live, but it'll be out around five o'clock. But Simon, you're thinking we're going to be there or thereabouts? Yeah, hundred percent. I do. I think we can. Anything less than playoffs is a failure. Yeah, I agree. It's got to be top six minimum. Yeah, top six minimum. We've got the manager. We've got the the senior players still. We've backed the manager. I, I, I have to, yeah, it looks like we're going to. I, I still think we can do it. Yeah, hundred percent. There or thereabouts. I agree with Simon there or thereabouts. Like I said, we're going to wrap this show up now, but later on I will be chatting to Annie Jones from The Athletic talking about transfers. So anything he knows, hopefully, he will let me know um, on it. It won't be live. I'll be putting it out around 4.30, something like that, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, maybe a little bit later. But just keep just subscribe to the channel, put your notifications on. So as soon as it drops, you'll get a nice little notification and you can watch... Um, as me chat to Andy and hopefully get some stuff there. But thank you for watching. Simon, thanks for coming on. Thank you, mate. And we'll see you later today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Es la venta del día del trabajo en Macy's con especiales de fin del verano. Como un 30, 40% menos en Levi's para él y para ella. 70% menos en la liquidación de joyas finas. Y un 60% menos en equipaje de Samsonite, Delcy, Travel Pro y más. O ahorra un 20% extra con tu cupón o tarjeta Macy's. Y los miembros de Star Rewards pueden ganar aún más rápido en los días de bono de Star Money en Macy's. La disponibilidad y duración varía según la ubicación de la tienda. Más detalles en macy's.com barra Star Money. Ahorro sobre precios en oferta de liquidación. Aplican excepciones. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. 
let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.